Act One of Cupid's Whirligig by Edward Sharpham. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Prologue Our author's pen loves not to swim in blood. He dips no ink from out black Acheron, nor sucks invention from the depths of hell, nor crosseth seas to get a foreign plot. He taxes no goddesses for foulest lust, nor doth disclose the secret scapes of love. He rips not up the horrid maw of hell to show foul treason's hideous ugly face nor doth he touch the falls of mighty kings no ancient history no shepherd's love no statesman's life no power of death he shows he only strives with mirth to please each one since laughter is peculiar unto man and being sure freely to speak can be no sin and honest words have honest constering therefore to fly the least cause of offence he only finds but words you find the sense wherefore if aught unto your ear tastes tart think but yourselves which good to ill convert yet this he ought hath strictly charged me say that he's a slave and of a base condition that doth but draw it to suspicion that here he privately taxeth any man since all the world yields vice to play upon what he intends action shall make you know i should forestall the play should i but show cupid's whirligig the scene in london enter cupid with feathered speed i pierced the air the clouds asunder i did tear and thus with wings and bow come i newly from love's high court in sky my mother kissed me at our parting but did charge me leave my darting and with a strict command did say boy on a whirligig go play but such a round i'll make him run as he shall end where first begun my scourge sticks shall be made of darts feathered with sighs of lovers' hearts, which made them fly with swiftest flight, as lightning in tempestuous night. My scourge itself are golden tresses, more richer far than chains of esses, with which I'll make some dance a jig, more rounder yet than e'er did gig. But time doth call me to be gone, yet first, to all you lookers-on, before I part I thus much tell, that gods can go invisible and though you do not all times i me yet know that all times i am by ye and be assured and do not think but that you stand full near the brink of my displeasure which if ye win in love i'll make ye sink or swim thus farewell all sit patient yet a while lest cupid make yourselves yourselves beguile enter the old lord nonsuch alderman venter sir timothy troublesome my lord you know yourself and i have long lived friends and shall we now with firm affection knit tie fast our friendship in our offspring's love 
convey our cares in one, our goods together, and our loves in them. And whilst the remnant of our aged days do last, let's doff all discontents, cast by the world's encumbers, and leave the careful burthen of keeping that, was care enough to get upon the youthful hope of their more able strength. O oh, neighbour of enter, do you not know that to marry a child is but to mar a man? For he that cuts a tender twig in springing, both mars his length and spoils his growing. My son shall first see twenty years of age before my condescent shall once be given to make him father of a son. Besides, your daughter yet is very young, and though in women's sex tis always seen desire to marriage ride always in post, yet in therein repentance is their host. The fault of this is always known to be through foolish husbands or such as are too young, for children to their wives are like fruit half ripe. They yield no taste, nor give no sweet delight. Enter the young lord. Behold, here comes my young lord, the very model of yourself, the vigour of your youth, and strength of all your future hopes. And he is welcome. What sudden gust, my son, in haste hath blown thee hither, and made thee leave the court, where so many earth-treading stars adorns the sky of state. Or, as the summer's speckled flowery garment is spread about the seat of majesty, what is the reason thou hast left this earthly paradise to visit us before our expectation? My love, dear father, to your fair wife, hath made my hours of absence from this place seem tedious years. I could not but return from whence I came, as like to man the witch of clay was framed. At first did walk a while upon the earth, but in the end returned to dust, or like a river, which through the earth doth draw his life and spring from out the sea. Thus I, that from you sprung, have run my course a while but now as to my sea return to you again thy answer with thy wisdom hath enriched thy welcome dear friends i pray you set your hands to this my deed exit old lord i do my lord with all devoted love exit venter and i which hate my wife his mistress his welcome home will breed my ill at home I breed my horns as children teeth, with sickness and with pain, and yet I will as smooth a face as my wife will give me leave make show of welcome. Sir, I much rejoice to see you, and doubt not, but ere long you come and see where my poor house doth stand. Or else I were unworthy of your love if I neglect the visitation of so kind friends as yourself and my dear mistress. Visitation? My wife's not sick, what visitation? Tis I am ill, tis the horn-plague I have. I am sure that not God's visitation, yet they are the Lord's tokens, for he hath sent them me. But marry when you will, I'll try and you be a chandler, 
I'll see if you'll take your own tokens again. Well, but in the meantime, I am marked for death, yet he'll be in the pit before me. Oh, that I should be a cuckold, a creature of the last edition, and yet of the old print. Enter Wages. Oh, sir, what make you here, when there's a gallant gentleman newly come from court, talking within with my lady? Yea, more courtiers, more gallants, more gentlemen. Now in a hundred thousand horned devil's names, what makes he there? What, is he gone to bed to your lady? Doth he cuckold me in mine own house, in mine own chamber, nay, in mine own sheets? What, he's come to visit her too, is he not, ha? Huh? But let me see, I have now found out a trick to know if my wife make me a cuckold. I will geld myself. And then, if my wife be with child, I shall be sure I am a cuckold. That will do, brave if faith. God, a merry brain. Enter Lady and Newcomb. Sir, I am sorry that I cannot with that free scope of friendly entertainment give welcome to your worth because a jealous spirit haunts my husband which doth disturb us all this devil hath long vexed him and he has long vexed me and were i not composed of more than of an ordinary female spirit the burthen of his wrongs would tire me quite they meet and jostle sir this is my husband i cry ye mercy sir i did not see ye a man would think ye saw me for I am sure you have hit me right enough. Pointing to his brows. I pray, sir, be not angry. I have not any way offended you, nor would... Nay, nay, though I be, ye may be friends again with me in spite of my teeth. For look ye, sir, my wife and I are but one, and then though I fall out with you, you may fall in with her. Sir, I come not to offend you, nor... Nay, nay, ye may, ye may have faith. Ye may, my wife is charitable, and would be glad by such a means to make us friends. Sir, then know I scorn my eyes should stand as witnesses unto your lady's wrongs, and let you go unpunished. Slight, see a sweet lady abused. He draws his sword. Sir, you shall not touch him. Husband, you are to blame. Your madness makes you much forget your manners and wrongs my high birth to make me the only cankered and worm-eaten branch that sprung out of my far father's noble stock no no know that the tree from which i grew brought forth good fruit to all not bad to you but henceforth i'll shake hands with mirth and entertain a careless humour for look ye sir the devil gives this jealousy to man as nature doth a tale unto a lion which sinks in heat to beat away the flies when he doth most enrage himself with it but come sir will you be my servant my cipher my shadow or indeed anything your shadow if you please and you my substance <laughs> with all my heart ay i warrant her with all her heart and now must be do as all shadows do when night comes creeps into the substance oh say adieu do you hear husband i hear do vow before all the watchful god of heaven 
that i have lived as true unto thy bed and chaste unto thy love as ear was turtle to her mate but henceforth ceremonious custom shall not curb me of delight let her be bridled by opinion whose weak desires cannot break her reins for my part i'll make you know that my will is like a flint smooth and cold but being hardly strucken sparkles forth fire even in the striker's eyes i am ashamed that i have said thus much yet i may lawfully speak for why come sir will you walk the proverb says give losers leave to talk exeunt lady and newcomb oh wages wages oh honest wages what other gallants come to your lady in my absence truly sir sometimes there comes a proper young gentleman one master would lie would lie with whom would he lie good wages why with my lady sir and he could get her good will but he is a gentleman i can assure ye sir for he walks always in boots but in troth his gentility is something decaying his boots are on their deathbed, for their souls are upon parting and i think he be a soldier too for his sword and his hangers are more worth than all his clothes and he is a very proper man for he is as tall as one of the guard and he will come sometimes and take my lady by the hand and pump for wit half an hour together how dost mean pump huh why sir thus he will take my lady by the hand and wring it half an hour together and say nothing is that pumping for wit oh sir ay for he that wrings a fair lady by the hand and says nothing doth but pump for wit that's certain a most witty exposition of what years faith sir he's indeed a man of no ears for he hath been on the pillory but what makes the crop-eared stallion with my wife then alas nothing but lies with her and she lies with him would you have any more more no too much by heaven nay then twas past suspicion past doubt past jealousy is not my hairs all turned to horns am i not a monstrous and deformed beast my wife's a goddess though not diana she can transform i branch wages i branch do i not am i not a goodly screen for men to hang their hats upon why sir ye are no cuckold no no cuckold he lies with your lady and your lady lies with him yet i am no cuckold why no but give me attention and with a word i'll wipe away your horns no no words are too weak to wipe them off when deed hath put them on but hear me sir with open ears to swallow comfort i met my lady and he fast by the garden wall and asking for your jealous worship they both replied that you were not jealous this spoke they both together in this you know they both did lie together and yet made you no cuckold ha meanst so 
even so indeed sir nay then i cry ye mercy wife in faith she yet may chance be honest oh sir very honest as a pretty seamstress or a poor waiting gentlewoman well wages if i be a cuckold why sir what will ye do if ye be what will i do i'll make it known for i will be a citizen and so be a subject for poets and a slave to my own wife therefore follow me wages i will do it exeunt omnes enter the lady alone oh grief how thou tormentest me it dwells in mine eyes feasts on my blood swims in my tears and lodges in my heart o oh, heaven have i deserved this plague o oh, husband why shouldst thou use me thus was not my behaviour unto thee as soft as down as smooth as polished crystal ay and my love as clear was i not like a handmaid even obedient to thy very thoughts did not my nuptial duty like a shadow follow the very turning of thine eye oh thou once didst love me but thy love was too hot and like to self-consuming fire it burned out and how soon this turned to cold ashes <sighs> and therefore henceforth i'll seem jealous of him for since all endeavours fail i'll now try if jealousy can drive out jealousy <sighs> and here is fit occasion for to work upon why how now husband wooing of another wife before my death whence comes this in my conscience tis a plague that cupid hath lain upon me for sleeping cross-legged in your absence what are ye grown as weary of your wife as of a foul shirt must you be changing good madam be patient patient no you are his patient and he is your physician he ministers to ye with a morbus gallicus take ye both i pray forsooth let me be your butler and scrape your trenchers since i am already fain to live of your leavings woman art jealous i why because you give me cause but man are you jealous i why because thou givest me cause tis false true false thou hast been false indeed abused my bed infected even my very blood and made it grow to hard imposthumes on my brows hast thou not wantonly changed naked embracements with strangers abused thy nuptial vow hath not thy unsatiate womb brought forth the bastardy of lust to call me father but i'll abandon thee disclaim that and hate ye both do you hear me sir upon my conscience you do wrong your lady if i wrong her you'll do her right i bear a blow of yours the which i never felt you are like a man's tailor that works with open shop for the husband but if you chance to do anything for the wife you must do it inwards inwards you are a good workman i must needs say it you have fitted my wife's body how say wife has he not not 
but you can even in my sight cast amorous glances on others you have forsook my bed abhorred my presence and like a man past grace and shame strut like a pimp before a wanton feather-wagging minx at high noon besides did not i find thee kissing of thy maid did not i find thee in private conference with my horse-groom didst not thou offer thy maid a new gown for a night's lodging didst thou not give a diamond to the butler <laughs> didst not thou send a bowed angel to thy laundress's daughter no tis false oh yes tis true and then when i told thee on it thou swearest twas out of charity because the wench was poor her father an honest man and her mother a painful woman for these and these causes you were kind unto the daughter great whilst i was contented to believe because i was unwilling like a faint-hearted soldier to look of mine own wounds until i saw thou daily woundst my love anew and slew'st thine own reputation art mad no but a little jealous like you i will no longer maintain thy sanguine sin sooth lust with patience nor in broken singing language flatter thy folly as sweet heart do not wonder for i do love thee dear as doth a goose her gander <laughs> a goose indeed for if aught but a goose i should have sought revenge for wrongs what art drunk no for i have sufficient reason too much knowledge and sense enough to feel my wrongs why should we women be slaves to your imperfections have we not souls of one metal are we not as free-born as you are we not all adam's offspring did not you fall as well with him as we and shall we be still kept down and you rise dost hear ye are a sort of uncertain giddy wavering tottering tumbling creatures your affections are like yourselves and yourselves like your affections up and down like the tucks on your petticoats which you let fall and take up as occasion serves i have seen your sex fall in love with a man for wearing a handsome rose on his shoe another fall into the passion of the heart to see a man untie his point to make water a third fall into the shaking ague for eating a bloody cherry with two stones and yet you'll be fellows even with the very image of your maker but wilt let me alone and in faith i'll be quiet alone <laughs> faith no then i'll leave thee since i know tis folly beyond madness to make her pleasure cause of my sadness exit night believe it lady this was well done and like a lady of high birth make your husband know his advancement <sighs> oh shadow shadow i would have you know i would not wrong him for all the sea's drowned riches for if my heart of blood should do it as he supposeth it doth even that blood would like a traitor write my faults with blushing red upon my cheeks <laughs> but because i as all women and courtiers do love good clothes which his eyes wear yet he abrades me swearing tis to please the multitude and that i spread gay rags about me like a net to catch the hearts of strangers if i go poor then he swears i am beastly with a loathed sluttishness if i be sad then i grieve he is so near 
if marry and with a modest wantonizing kiss embrace his love then are my twistings more dangerous than a snake's my lust more unsatiate than was messalina's yet this from jealousy doth always grow what most they seek they lowest of all would know <sighs> but now to you dear cousin forgiveness let me ask and pardon for my feigned jealousy and take but thus much of my counsel marry not in haste for she that takes the best of husbands puts but on a golden feather for husbands are but like to painted fruit which promise much but still deceives us when we come to touch if you match with a courtier he'll have a dozen mistress at least and repent his marriage within four-and-twenty hours at most swearing a wife is fit for none but an old justice or a country gentleman if ye marry a citizen though ye live never so honest yet ye shall be sure to have a cuckold to your husband if a lawyer the neatness of his clerk will draw in question the good carriage of his wife if a merchant he'll be venturing abroad when he might deal a great deal more safe at home therefore come cousin come let's home and this take of me that among the best there's none good all ill she's married best that's wedded to her will exeunt omnes enter the young lord they say cupid is a boy yet i have known him confute the opinion of all your philosophers for they hold every light thing tends directly up but i think all know he makes every light wench fall directly down well i am sure he hath knocked me with his bird-boat for the which venus give him correction for i do already love a lady of an incomparable delicacy but she's another man's and will shut her ears as close to keep out charms as great men do their gates to keep in arms yet i have no reason to despair for i have kissed her and the french proverb says Fembaze et demi joie a woman kissed is half enjoyed but i fear he means but the upper half i have here a letter must work a strange thing and yet no miracle it must make a lady love her friend better than her own husband enter wages save ye my lord o oh, wages what tennis-ball has fortune taken thee for to toss thee thus into my way i hope ye will not strike me into any hazard of my life though but what's the news my lad what's the news how doth said timothy troublesome that jealous knight thy master why sir he doth with his wife like a cowardly captain in a town of garrison fears every assault trembles at the battery and doubts most lest the gates should be opened and his enemy let in at midnight now in the name of destiny who fears he oh sir next to yourself none so much as your courtier for even with venomed breath he speaks of them for saith he have but a suit to one of them and they are like jordanes which though ye open the floodgates of your bounty and fill them to the very brim yet they'll always stand gaping for more but dost thou think his lady honest as woman's flesh maybe but she has been a courtier 
and therefore knowing most good methinks she would commit least ill oh sir i will not but with sanctified and hallowed thoughts touch cynthia's brightest beams whom all eyes do adore and hearts do worship where purest chastity doth shine in spotless robes of splendent majesty where nature emulating heaven to make her even as fair as she is virtuous but yet i well could wish you know in the sky of court are many stars the which at midnight shoot and fall true through most of the twelve signs for they shoot from the husbands at Aries, which governs the head and fall at scorpio and so indeed they shoot from top to tail but honest wages will ye bind me tea i think sir twill not be so much for your health as if i should keep you soluble i mean in courtesy good wages oh the very name of good wages will make a serving man do any courtesy then befriend me thus deliver this letter to your lady's own hand with as much secrecy as ye may and take this for your employment as secret as she that sells complexion none but the chambermaid shall know it exeunt at two doors end of act one